Hello, this is the Sales Diplomat, a show where we grow as salespeople together. A show made for salespeople by a salesperson. Hello, and thank you for listening to the very first episode of the Sales Diplomat. In this episode, we will be covering what it is to be a salesperson and what selling something to someone really is. Let's start by defining the word sale. A sale is simply an exchange of a commodity for money. So every time you go and get your morning cup of coffee, a sale is being performed. Sales are a common thing that happen thousands of times every second around the clock in this country and all over the world. Heck, sales are even happening without the exchange of money. Think about when your significant other is asking you to go to a fancy dinner that their friend is hosting on a night you already have something planned, such as the night of a big boxing match that you've been waiting to see. Now you've been posed with the decision of watching the Fury Joshua fight or going to a lame fancy dinner party. We all know what you will be doing. I hope your dry cleaning is done because you're going to our party. What your wife is doing is selling you on the idea of going to this party. You know that if you don't go it's going to be a headache and she will throw it in your face that she doesn't ever ask you for much and you can always record the fight. And ladies, us men sell to you too. That new motorcycle we've been wanting that we really don't have any room for in the garage would be really good for our mental health, and we will always wear our helmets. All throughout our days we are being sold to and we are selling. But why is a salesman special? How come these ladies and gentlemen we call salespeople get paid a lot of money to perform these simple tasks? The answer is simple. Selling something to someone we don't know is actually kind of hard. When your wife is selling you an idea of going on a really expensive vacation, she knows what makes you tick. She has a built record with you, and therefore she knows exactly what to say to get you to consider this trip. But when we're selling to someone that we don't know anything about, it's much more difficult. I ask salespeople all the time, what's your customer's name? And oftentimes they can barely remember what the answer to that is. Wives are the ultimate salespeople. They will take what you have told them over time and use those words to sell you an idea. And sometimes it takes repeat efforts, but their closing ratio is outstanding. Salespeople have to do the same thing, but they don't have the luxury of spending many years with a client and hundreds of thousands of conversations. Instead, we have to learn a lot in a very short period of time. And then we even have a shorter time to get their words or to use their words to help them through the process. Another reason why salespeople are paid so much is because the general public does not trust them. Salesmen are the number one least trusted professionals on earth followed closely by politicians, although that's up for debate lately. It all started in the Industrial Revolution with the snake oil salesman. Snake oil was the all-in-one elixir that cured everything that ailed you. At the time, railroad workers were laying track across the nation. Their bodies would ache and their muscles were sore. They were doing hard work and they were tired. Here comes the snake oil salesman selling his elixir of life with exaggerated claims of renewal and painkilling. These guys were the greatest showmen. They would sell you this funny liquid, make their money, and then get out of Dodge, traveling to the next unsuspecting town with their magic liquids. Of course, their product probably did very little of what they were advertising, if anything at all. But they made their money. 
So as time went on, people grew a great distrust for salespeople. And this was one of the many reasons for that. Therefore, the job becomes a little bit harder. Anytime a job gets harder, you get paid a little bit more. Nowadays, this is hardly the case. Customers have so much information available to them with the internet in the palm of their hand. Salesmen and salespeople have had to adapt to take a different approach. You remember when you were a kid and your mom told you that honesty was the best policy? Well, she was 100% right. So how can salespeople make money if they're being completely honest? That's where gaining a person's trust by actually listening to them comes into play. Salespeople today actually have to care about their client and seek a solution to the problem that they have. They came in to solve some type of problem that they are having and it's up to the salesperson to help them with that. Let's face it, there's a reason why car dealerships have an all-closed shop. There's a reason why people generally don't buy furniture online. They want to feel and experience the product before they buy it. That's something that online platforms can never achieve. Customers can read about a product all they want. They can read reviews, watch YouTube videos, check out comparisons in magazines, but nothing will ever match the effect of going and trying a product. I grew up in the 80s and 90s. Back then they were putting Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis consoles on display, locked up, connected to a TV with two controllers sticking out, just waiting for kids to come and play. My family was kind of poor. We couldn't afford the latest console every time one would come out. But whenever my mom took me to Sears, I let her go and do her shopping, and I went and played the games. And guess what? Every single time I would ask my mom for a new console. And eventually my mom would save one, save up and get one for me. This is a great example of selling a product. Think about it. If I never got to play that system at Sears, then I wouldn't have the slightest clue about what I was missing. And I probably wouldn't have wanted one so bad. I think consoles cost about 200, 250 bucks back then, which was a lot of money. Now imagine a $40,000 car or a $400,000 house. The decision to part with that kind of cash is a big one, and consumers require a lot of information that is pertinent to them in order to pay that money for that car or house and through the salesperson. You've got to figure out why they are looking for a car or a house in the first place. Most people don't come to car dealerships just to kill time. We can all think of about a billion ways to waste some time better than looking at some cars and talking to someone we don't want to talk to. They came because they need something bigger or faster or more reliable. What they really came for is for you. They need you to tell them about the car. What does it do for them? How does it solve their problem? And in order to do that, you have to ask the right questions to get the information and apply it to your product so you can effectively sell it to them. Oftentimes they are nervous to enter into a financial contract binding them to pay for a vehicle. But ultimately, they just want to make sure they are making the right decision for themselves. That's where a skilled salesperson can separate themselves from the rest. By getting the necessary input from the client and serving them a solution that is custom-tailored just for them in a way that both cares about their client and solves the problem that they're having. Next thing you know, they're signing the dotted line and pulling out their wallets. You see, salespeople are not just selling. They are friends, psychologists, encyclopedias, actors, masters of debate, and most of all, they are always smiling. Think about that next time you go and buy something and a salesperson helps you out. Think about that the next time a client approaches you and needs your help. Thanks for tuning into The Sales Diplomat. I wish you all good luck and happy selling. If this was helpful, please consider becoming a patron by looking up Sales Diplomat 
on patreon.com and help us help you.